Primetime with Blair and Darby on Classic Rock 98.1. We could hear him before the game and uh, and going out for warm-ups, head chills again. Um, honestly, it was unbelievable. It felt like a lot more than 2,500 people. It was uh, amazing. So, I mean, I can't imagine what 20,000 people would be like right now because that was uh, that was electric for, uh, for that amount. Montreal Canadiens captain Shea Weber on the 2,500 fans in Bell Centre came back on Saturday night. And as you could see, Blair, they did it right. They were socially distanced in the stands, and the crowd came at a huge advantage for the Habs as they snuck out a win in overtime. How can it not, right? When you've got, you know, what? as he mentioned, it it sounded like a lot more than 2,500 because if you're one of those 2,500, you can bet you were going to lose your voice at that game to let your team know that you were behind them all the way and, you know, it ends up in a big overtime win. Toronto's trying to do this too. And let me ask you this. Do you think that it comes as an advantage this deep into the series to have fans for one team at home but not the other? Absolutely. I think so, too. And I think the Maple Leafs did the right thing by basically approaching the Ontario government saying, hey, look, Quebeca, they did this. It worked. Why can't we at Scotiabank Arena in downtown Toronto have 2,500 people and make them vaccinated healthcare workers? Well, that was see that. See, that's the, I think that's the biggest thing is that, you know, they're. People, people A, who have earned it, uh, but B, are obviously vaccinated. Yes. Will still be distanced. And I don't know if they were looking for the exact same number of 2,500, but when you put it all in that context that they will be distanced and that they are vaccinated frontline healthcare workers, how the hell can you say no to that? It's a double-edged sword going into that game six on Saturday with fans. I heard a lot of people say, oh, well, only season ticket holders are getting those and the resale value on those is like... Four or five grand a ticket. Why didn't they just give them away to healthcare workers? Look, I realize that the healthcare workers in the front line have been grinding for the past year and they deserve it more than ever. But it's also an industry, Blair, that for the last years had nothing booked. So they were trying to get ticket money. I really, really respect what the Leafs are trying to do with the Ontario government. And I think it's a huge kick in the face when Doug Ford turns around and says, nah, you can't do what they did over in Quebec on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, I. I agree. That's, I, I think it's pretty straightforward, frankly. When when you know, you know, they've got how many gates and entrances you can allow. You can filter people in certain ways. Make sure they go to their distance seats. They were wearing masks like they uh, like they did in Montreal. Like I I I I don't know. I feel I. You want to say sorry to the to those who have worked as hard as they have. You know that would have been a huge thank you. They are vaccinated. Like I just I don't know. It's it's stupid. It's dumb. I guess at the end of the day, Blair, 2,500 Leaf fans won't be hanging their heads in shame live in person when they lose in overtime again tonight. Prime time with Blair and Darby on Classic Rock 98.1. How not to move a hot tub 101. My neighbor next door, I noticed that uh, he had got himself a hot tub, picked one up off of uh, Facebook Marketplace and had somebody deliver it. And it was like this thing is massive. It's like it's like half a city block. Oh, so the size of Lucan, basically. Oh yeah, easily. And uh, so the delivery truck pulls up, and I was thinking, holy crap, that is probably the biggest hot tub I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and I saw, you know, there were three guys that jumped jumped into the truck along with my neighbor. Uh, so there were four guys ready to uh, to take this thing around back and put it on their deck. And I was just like, wow. I'm here. I've got the time. I might as well offer it up. So I said, hey, man, if you want me to help move the tub, just let me know. And like instant, I probably wasn't even done typing, texting him the sense when he was like, yeah, I'll do that. And you regretted it instantly. But you made a great decision because if you help him move the hot tub, then chances are they'll invite you over to go in it later. 
I don't know if you've ever tried to move an eight-person hot tub. Terrible choice. Absolutely terrible choice. How hard is it when you have five of you, though? I well, I I thought I've I've moved a six-person tub. Let's put it that way. But an eight-person tub, obviously that much larger. <laughs> and uh, the guys who delivered it had kind of like this uh, this slider that we were able to right. push the hot tub off the truck onto this slider, and then basically pull it across the grass into the backyard. And then the biggest problem came when we were trying to put we were trying to push the damn thing up the deck steps. So he could position it on his deck that and fit up the God, steps. Wow! Don't have a heart attack to replicate that. Ugh. Blair's face just went like bright. I've never seen Blair go that red. Ugh. Hopefully, he invites you to <laughs> go in it because if he doesn't, that's the thing, man. You got to be careful when you're a neighbor asking for help because he owes it to you now to have you over in that hot tub. So make sure you follow up on that opportunity. Can you tell Mike that for me? <laughs> Come on, Mike. Get with it, <laughs> buddy. Blair leaves for vacation. He's in his mid-30s. He comes back. He's over 100. How not to move on, Dub 101. Primetime with Blair and Darby on Classic Rock 98.1. Dandy of a day. I love saying that. A dandy. Haven't said it in over a week because <laughs> my wife thinks I'm an idiot when I do say it. Well, your wife's not the only one that thinks that. <laughs> so, it's all good. Yeah. Thousands of people do, Blair. Don't be mistaken. <laughs> a high of 25 today. Clear skies, 13 overnight. Perfect weather for Game 7 because of this. Scores! Yes, Perry, can you be? And oh, yeah. there will be a Game 7 Monday night. It's hilarious that the Leafs lost, but it was a great game. <laughs> it was a good game. It was, an, it was an excellent game to watch. Here I am as a Habs fan, just like blown away that we're at Game 7. Yep. I think a lot of Habs fans can kind of agree that we were lucky to win one game this series. And as you said, perfect weather tonight because I think an abundance of hockey fans have uh, will be moving their TV out to the deck to watch the game. Uh, we got a call coming in here, 519-679-3733. Uh, we got Daryl here. Good morning, buddy. Go Habs, go. They're winning her tonight. What's your prediction for the score? Oh, I think it'll be a tight one, probably three no, 2-1. Caulfield scores the winner. Ooh, my boy Coffee. I like yeah. him. Goal oh, Caulfield. He's going to be a good player for us, isn't he? Do you think that this is going to go to overtime, or is it going to be settled in uh, in regulation in three periods? Nope. Habs are winning in three. Wow. Have you had any Leaf fans that have been giving you pushback over the weekend? Oh, I've won money off the Leaf fans. It's all good. <laughs> they're, they're, they're crying. They're crying the blues. The loser Leafs. <laughs> they don't call them loser Leafs for nothing, right? Because <laughs> they always lose in game stopping. That's hilarious, man. Oh, thanks for calling, Daryl. Man, enjoy you, the game tonight. Go yeah, Habs, go. You got her, buddy. Go Habs, go. Oh yeah, kick their butt. You guys keep rocking. You do awesome job. Prime time with Blair and RV on Classic Rock 98.1.